Hello there everyone, this is Conspiracy Child, and today I would like to do something a bit different than my usual style of um, audio. Today I would like to just kind of ramble about some basic ideas that I've had and some trends that I've noticed through the years. A few that happened to me, I mean, and honestly some that I've observed as well. And some of these trends would be the fact that I'm slowly starting to realize that, you know, you can go through society and... It's just a shame to see how people have lost hope through the years. And it's made to be like this, in all honesty. I mean, for those of you who don't believe in conspiracies out there, who believe it's all just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, and or just a bunch of lunatics and tinfoil hats running around, if you don't believe in that at all, I mean, surely, something's got to make you think at one point, what does this world come to? How did this world happen to be like this? Surely. Surely something's made you think like that at least once. And it's interesting. I mean, have you ever really dug deeper than that? Or have you just brushed it off? I mean, we all heard those jokes where the old guy sit on the porch and say, Oh, well, it wasn't like this 20 years ago. But what if it really wasn't? I mean, this world is a rat race. Think about it. If you want to be a singer, it's impossible with all the influx of singers out there. You truly have to have a connection of some sort to get there. And for all of you who think that conspiracy theorists are just white supremacists and major Christians, I mean, well, look at us for a moment here and try and think from our point of view. So we're crazy lunatics who are anti-vaxxers and anti-abortion and we ramble senselessly for days and days and days and we wrap tinfoil around our heads, right? Well, here's the thing. Are we really that open about it? I mean, in all reality, of course, no one's going to go around screaming I'm a conspiracy theorist because of that staple right there. These stereotypes that plague our society. And I hate to bring up stereotypes due to all of us wanting to forget that those exist. But in factuality, we face those every day. I mean, we have the classic Democrat and Republican, gay and straight, white and black. I mean, they split us up into groups and have us fight like animals. They pit us against each other and we can't f stop it at all. And when this happens, we don't reject it either. For it's human nature for all of us to fight against each other. And we just accept it. I mean, think about it. Sports teams. Sports teams. That's another one they use. I mean, that guy likes the Red Sox. That guy likes the Patriots. And that's football and baseball. It's two different leagues. But I mean, seriously... They're still gonna yell at each other if one doesn't like the Patriots and one doesn't like the Red Sox. And if that guy doesn't like the Celtics and if that guy doesn't like the Gators, you know, and if that guy doesn't like the Dallas Stars, I mean, this whole splitting up into groups, I mean, it is instinct for humans to go and split themselves off into categories and tribes. We've been doing it since the start of time, um, biologically at least. And surely... They've, the society that we live in caters to those needs. But at the same time, it's a so suspicious. I mean, humans are beyond filthy corrupt, right? If they're on filthy, filthy, filthy corruption, yes, then of course the society that we live in is going to be corrupt as well. I mean, we're greedy humans. We are physically, mentally designed to want to take more than we should. And only can be achieving such a balance of the two through meditation and focusing on our true desires. 
But of course, no one really bothers to do such. I mean, you can't, you can't overcome these instincts. It's just impossible. It's the beast inside of us. No one can tame it. Unfortunately, that's the world that we live in. And the society that we live in today, we have the rich only getting richer and the poor only getting poorer. And that's how it's been since the beginning of time. And the world that we live in today, we have this illusion, this illusion of perfection, this illusion of this is the best it could get. And we have everyone being split up, divide and conquer. That's a strategy we all heard of, divide and conquer. I mean, come on, it's the classic, oh, well, let's start war. Let's divide and conquer. Split them all up into groups and watch them fight amongst each other. I mean, we see it, oh, so much, and we choose to ignore it in our own society. And we have that, and we just accept it. We just accept it. We just accept it. And these stereotypes only push that. We have these stereotypes that have been forced on us for generations and generations and generations before us. And the generation that we are currently in, Generation Z, has an opportunity to change that. All of you, 18, 20, you know, 15, 16, young ones, come on, we have an opportunity to change that. Why don't we go? Why don't we go right now and we can change? We can make an impact. We can. Because listen to me for a moment here. This world is being split up into factions, into groups, and they're sitting up there watching us fight. Like I said, the richer only getting richer and the poor are only getting poorer. And there's been millions and millions of plans divided and written to kind of intersect the rich and the poor. There's tons of plans. Socialism, communism, capitalism. I mean, capitalism kind of backfired, but hey, I mean, all of them kind of backfire in a way. And all of this has been designed, you know, all these systems have just been quote-unquote designed to bring the poor and the rich together, but they all backfire. So truly... Who knows what we need? I mean, we'll need somebody to devise a good plan and a good system eventually. But is even such a thing possible? And if we continue down this road of dividing, no one is going to get anywhere. The rich that we have now in Hollywood and at the heads, heads of big businesses like Bill Gates, we aren't, we aren't going to get anywhere. We aren't going to get anywhere. We aren't going to get to Bill Gates. It's an unachievable standard. And that's where we come back to this rat race of society. It's this rat race you live in. And we run and we run and we run and we never get anywhere. And no one seems to understand that. No one seems to understand that we live in this rat race. And we move and move and move and move and we never get anywhere. And honestly, if you want to go ahead and live like that and have this false hope and live in this rat race, well, you'll find yourself with depression soon enough, which they'll put you on drugs for. Huh, drugs, that's great. You know, let me, let me speak for a minute because everything that I speak ends up to another idea, which supports another idea, which supports another idea. And I can keep on going and going and going and going for ages to come. I mean, but all honesty, you know I'm going to stop eventually, but... Let's say, let's say this, we have this rat race that we live in, we have the rich that are above us and the poor that are only getting poorer, everyone's trying to design a plan to overcome it, which is not happening anytime soon, and there's the stereotypes that are being pushed perpetually, the red and black, I mean, ugh, red and blue, the black and white, the gay and straight, you know, we have the stereotypes for Christians, and we have the stereotypes for Republicans, and we have the stereotypes for Democrats, and we have the stereotypes for gays, and we have the stereotypes for atheists, and the stereotypes for straights, and this goes on and on and on and on. And no one does anything about it. Because, oh, well, stereotypes are here for a reason. 
Who made the stereotypes? Why are they still here? You think we would have overcome them by now, but we never did. We never did overcome anything. We're just here fighting in an endless system, in an endless rat race. I mean, surely, if someone wanted to be a singer or a dancer, think again, you know, you have to have a connection. But who would you have a connection to? An elite? And an elite, the one who's very rich and currently staying at the top, is only going to pass down their own riches to their own family and their own generation. So surely no one will ever get as rich as Bill Gates. And surely everything that's been invented could be invented. And if you wanted to invent even um, a water engine of some sorts, you know, those patents will just get lost. I mean, there's loads of patents for brilliant, brilliant inventions that have gotten lost. I mean, water engines, everything. Do some research. You can dig around. You can find all sorts of inventions where the patents just got lost, misplaced, buried, hidden. Hidden and hidden and hidden and hidden. And nothing ever comes back. Once it's gone, it's gone. Brilliant inventions that were life-changing, revolutionary, brilliantly unique, are lost forever. And no one seems to fight against it, and no one seems to fight against this system, ever. Because we put ourselves in this system. We were born into it, and there's no way we could change it, right? Well, there's more of us than there are of them. And as ludicrous as it seems, I believe the system can change. And the system that was designed to make us feel insignificant, to make us feel there are only one of us, that we're just another Cheerio in the Cheerio box, another drop of water in the vast sea, to make us feel like that, to make us feel like that, that system, the system that's been forcing it down our throats, this system was designed to be like that. It was designed to make us have this hope and hopelessness. And if we can overcome that, if we can fight strong, we have an opportunity to change. We have an opportunity to change and relive and adapt. So why don't we take that chance? Why don't we take that chance and why don't we move forward? I'll tell you why. Because we're all hopeless and we all believe we're hopeless. And then when you speak to another person about making a change, they're hopeless too. And they go to the next guy who's also hopeless. And they go to the next guy who's also hopeless. And there's never truly anybody who's got the power to go through because we've all looped ourselves in the system of losing hope and gaining hope and losing hope and gaining hope. And, you know, like I said, they've got divide and conquer going on. They've got endless consumption. I mean, you've got so many companies that have just grown big and they're going to stay big. You know, Amazon, Walmart, they're never allowing anything, any small business to thrive. Um, you know, Toy stores are entirely dead. Kids are now on their electronics constantly, 24-7. Beep, boop, beep, boop. They're all on the electronics. They're all being fed propaganda. And our entire generation, Gen, Gen Z, which is the one that can make a difference, that can smash stereotypes, that can do things, we're being dumbed down. We're being dumbed down like animals. And all of us are being dumbed down like animals. All of us, every single day of our lives, are being dumbed down like animals. And, you know, I have evidence for this. I mean, here's some, here's some ideas, all right? Again, I've got some... I've, my rambles are a bit all over the place, but, I mean, I've got half an hour, so let's, let's hear it out. You know, I've got this going on, right? And if we continue down this road, let's say... Let's take the North and the South, right? There's a civil war, split them apart. We have an industrial and we have a not-so-industrial. And then, you know, industrial kind of overcame everywhere. Up North has some of the most 
most advanced education systems and most advanced medical industries, right? Right, okay. So the rich want to stay on top and want to keep the poor poor. So the rich want to control everything, right? So what are they going to do? They're not going to have medical industries that help us. They're not going to have vaccines that help us. They're not going to have sports teams that help us. They're not going to have inventions that help us. They're not going to have iPhones that are meant to help you. They're not going to have anything that's meant to help you. You know what they're meant to do? They're meant to distract. They're meant to hurt. They're meant to make your life a living hell. And that's precisely what they've done. Because if you go through your life and you continue to live like this, you'll find yourself, you'll find yourself on loop in a stuck abyss. And you go, let's say you're part of a sports team, you got this feeling of unity, and then you're fighting against your other friend who's on another sports team. You've got that going on. It's, it's splitting us into packs. And, you know, again, with the medical industries and the vaccines and stuff, if you think anti-vaxxers are crazy, let's hear me out for a minute. If you think anti-vaxxers are crazy, you know, why would the rich ever want to help anyone? If, they, if they're trying to control and they're trying to keep the poor poor and themselves rich, why would they help anyone? They take the vaccines down to Africa and they say, here you go, vaccines, fresh water. Why would they help anyone if they're trying to keep this world in a perpetual state of madness? The truth is, they aren't helping anyone. You see the vaccines, you see the money donated, where's that money going? It's all blood money, really. It's all fake. And let's say they take these vaccines, they go down to Africa with it, and, well, let's pause, keep your idea on that example, and let's compare it to something else. Let's say you hate dogs, okay? Now, I love dogs, all right, but let's just say you hate dogs, all right? You hate dogs. And you see this dog on the street corner every day. It's starving to death. And you want everyone to think you love dogs. So you start feeding this little dog slips of ham every day. Here you go. Here's a slip of ham. Here's a slip of ham. And you start feeding it every day. Slip of ham, slip of ham. And, and then you're like, okay, well, what can I do? It's only just one dog. I just want to make people think that I don't hate dogs. So what can I do to this dog? Because I hate giving it slips of ham and helping it. What can I do to hurt it? So then, once nobody's looking, you kick it. You kick it again. You kick it. And then, let's say, okay, well, what else can I do to hurt this dog? So you start slipping it pills and a little piece of ham to make it hurt and die faster. That's what your vaccines are. That's what your medications are. And then you keep going and you're like, oh, well, this is great. Look at this. He doesn't even know he's taking this pill. He doesn't even know. He, he thinks it's great. He thinks it's him. And that's the society that we're living in right now. You've got the vaccines. You've got the flu shots. You've got this. And if you still think anti-vaxxers are crazy, I, there's, there's an eight-year-old that I know who's not taken any of her vaccines. All right? None. None. And she's bright. I could talk to her like I'm talking to another 21-year-old. I could say, oh, okay, can you get the paper jam out of the printer for me? Hey, can you do this for me? Can you do that? Hey, um, I'm going to be gone. Could you make sure that this is still running for me? Oh, can you do this for me? Can you do that? All right, thanks. Awesome. And then I'll work over here and I'll do this for you. And it's like a team in all reality. I mean, she can work for her schoolwork and get it all done. And I'll be over here and I'll get my stuff done. And if that works, then it works. And if I... If we help each other, I mean, it's, it's legit. It, no vaccines. I never took my vaccines and she never took her vaccines. And we're left in this, hey, 
Well, that's an eight-year-old who is very, very bright. Brighter than everyone in her grade. Yet, her grades are the lowest. Brighter than everyone else. I mean, she's over here. I lecture her about the same ideas that I'm lecturing you right now. And she is understanding it. I'm lecturing you about this and that. And she's understanding it too. She's eight. You could be 18. You could be 20. You could be 40. And this could all be brand new to you. And this eight-year-old is understanding because she never took her vaccines. You ever think about that? She's not homeschooled. She goes to public school. And every day at public school, she says, wow, why is everyone in my grade um, really dumb? And I'm like, well, you know, that's what I told you about all that stuff. And she's like, yeah, you were right. You know, and she's realizing the trends on her own. And she's eight. She's eight years old. And she's realizing the trends on her own. On her own. And yet people 40, 50, 60 have been indoctrinated their entire lives and fed propaganda and they don't realize the trends on their own. It's the young generation right now where we have the power to change and we can realize these trends because we're not taking everything at first glance exactly. There's a few of us that are really analyzing stuff and there's a few of us that are just taking everything as we want it. But unfortunately, that's where we're at right now. I mean, we look at things and we see that the school shootings are now just fact, fact, fact. I mean, they'll keep going with the school shootings until they can take away our guns. We all know they will. They'll keep going with the school shootings until we have no weapons, until we have no knives, until we have no ways to defend ourselves. And before you know it, they're running into your house, claiming you have a weapon, making you lose your mind, and then the world that you knew, the rights that you had, the freedoms, everything, is being ripped right underneath your feet without you even noticing. And that's the world that we've come to. That's the world we've come to, when you lose your rights, just like that. And we continue, and we continue, and we continue. And we just dig ourselves deeper and deeper and deeper into a hole of denial. And we just keep on doing it. And unfortunately, there's just nothing we can do to wake certain people up. And they're they just running around screaming, Oh, well, the world is great. The world is fine. I mean, how do you even know the shootings that you watch are real anymore? How do you even know the people are real? You know, research this. It's called deep fake tech. Search it up. Guess what? You know, they can recreate in videos and images. They can recreate an entire video and an entire voice out of a sample. See me talking right now? All this coming out of my mouth, they can take that and they can make me say things I never said before. They can take all these words and they can mix them up and make my voice perfect for their own use. They can make all kinds of videos and movies happen out of a single image. I mean, Samsung, Apple, this is all technology they have and they'll be using it to frame us and take us down. It'll be a real life minority report and if you haven't seen that movie, watch it. It's pretty realistic. It's thought crime. It's right before anything happened, it happened. And unfortunately, that's how it is. And there's nothing we can do. And this world is really, really starting to dig itself deeper. Because no one is waking up to anything. And that's honestly the way we're living. I mean, notice how no one is committed to anything anymore. This is a trend. I realize that, you know, we keep going through our lives and millennials, young people will sometimes, they have such a short attention span, they'll start working on something and they'll start working on something and then they won't stick to it. They'll never finish it. They'll, they'll 
watch maybe one, two things of this kind of content right here, and then they'll never get to it. And unfortunately, that's it. That's how their mind was made. Because, like I said about the school system, North has the best school system for a reason. So about the school system, what do we... As we're saying about the school system being, like, very um, advanced up north. I mean, you've got that combined with the medical industry, right? It's a trend that I've noticed that the nurses' offices down south are usually more basic when the nurses' office up north is more advanced and capable of handling more things. So it's interesting. It's like, okay, well, we have the best education system. Okay, well, we have the best medical industry. Hey, look it. Let's combine the medical industry and the education system, the education system that dumbs people down. And as I was saying about the vaccines and the medical industry, also hurting people and making people's lives worse as well. So we've the North is perpetually screwed. And here's another thing: 5G, which is um, a new like cellular service, you know, data testing. You know, 4G, 3G, phone service. You get what I'm saying, right? And 5G is also going to start making its debut in major cities, which is really bad because of the radiation increasing and etc, etc, etc. There's all kinds. Research 5G. Research 5G. There's all kinds of negative side effects to it. And I also um, do, I have a YouTube channel and I do a video about 5G on there if you're wondering about that. Um, under the same name as this podcast, it's Conspiracy Child, if you want to look at that. I post weekly there, but uh, I'll probably, I try and do this podcast on a more unique style, brand new content usually, and try and make this podcast more unique than the YouTube channel. But anyways, um, usually... You're getting the better content over here, I assure you. Anyways, but if you're if you're more curious about uh, 5G, if you're curious about that, go check out my YouTube channel. It's over there if you're new here and you don't know anything about 5G. Or you can do some own research of your own. It's um, It's got devastating radiation effects, uh, DNA mutating um, effects as well. It's, it's just really horrible. And it's going to be debuting in major cities, Boston, New York. Um, Chicago. Some people say that it might start in um, the South as well, like Texas, Arizona, which is a bit concerning, speaking that the South is usually not this type to um, start with the industrial industry either. So it's a bit concerning in that aspect. This is combined with the fact that the South, again, doesn't have that amazing school system or medical industry. They've also got that lack of um, gray, smoggy skies. Um, usually if you're up north on the east coast example, you can, you'll see the, the smoggy skies. They're always, always being filled with, um, trails from the plains. If you don't believe in chemtrails after everything and the points that I've made today, I mean, you gotta believe in chemtrails, you know? I'm just saying they don't want to hurt us. And of course, if you're making a poison, you're gonna, they want to hurt us, you know? They don't want to help us. And I mean, if you're gonna be making the poison, you're gonna have the antidote, you know? So... Of course, it's going to flood our skies of chemicals to make us breathe it in and cause more cancer and more disease. So we have to go use drugs and go through all kinds of operations for it. So, of course, of course, that's what's going to be plaguing our skies up north. But if you go down south, you kind of see a lesser degree of that. And sometimes you do see some really foggy gray skies down south. Um, but that's mostly if they're spraying for quote-unquote mosquito disease or something like that. So there's always loads of chemicals around. Um, it's just a shame how society is kind of 
just devolved and devolved to keep the rich on top and the poor and the poor. I mean, also something that I wanted to discuss in this, kind of like my, my rambles, is um, global warming. Uh, I mean, they got weather modification. If you don't believe it, again, research it. I'll have another YouTube video up on that soon. I mean, but if you research it, you'll see that they can control the weather. And, you know, hurricanes that you see, you know, Hurricane Harvey just stayed over Texas. It was designed to take out as many people as it could. And it was designed to, um, to really just take down as many people as it possibly could. And then, you know, they brought FEMA in, which is a whole other level of corruption. I mean, I got, I want to make another video on FEMA soon. So, I mean, that probably will be going on the YouTube channel. So, I mean, you gotta, gotta mix of both. I recommend getting on there and staying with me on this podcast. But, um, and all in all, I'm trying to reach out and spread this information as much as I can. Because we can make a change in this world. But what we have to do is spread information like this. And this is why crazy conspiracy theorists lecture so much and talk so much. We lecture and we talk so much because we want to spread this information. We want to wake people up and we want to make the world a better place. So can you really blame us? for seeming crazy like this. All in all, the whole reason I give these lectures is so that I can still hope and try and spread this information to everyone as other conspiracy theorists do the same, and as well as trying to instoke ideas and spread new information to see if the world truly got worse or better than it did yesterday. And honestly, I will probably, again, if you look at that YouTube channel, uh, same same name here, um, if you want to go look at that for more more content, I suppose. Um, I'm going to probably be doing some reactions. I'm going to be reading articles, giving my thoughts, giving some ideas on the agendas behind some articles, dissecting every little bit of information from certain sources. Um, I, although YouTube is highly corrupt, and I believe it is, I'll most likely try and keep this podcast up and work on YouTube as well. YouTube gives me more freedom. I can like edit. I can react to stuff. It's, um, I can do live streams if I wanted to. So in all in all, I can have more information, more uh, more stuff coming in from you guys, and I can react and give my own ideas in return. So overall, I highly recommend just checking that out if you're given the opportunity. And um, of course, I'm still going to keep my podcast up over here going as well. Um, another trend that I noticed as well, not only millennials having the short attention span, working on something and then leaving afterwards, but there's, it's this attention span of... They've just got so much information being fed into them, they need, like, a constant upload. And I was saying, people sometimes just take what they want at face value. So, unfortunately, this generation is one of the smartest that could put up a very good fight against the other generation, against the stereotypes, against the corruption that we all face. But at the same time, it's being fed... Uh, more and more and more garbage and it's intaking that as well. I mean, we're some people are getting fed the um, agendas of gun control and feminism. Feminism is obviously more divide and control. We'll send the father to work, we'll send the mother to work, and then the kid goes into the school system to get indoctrinated. That's kind of like a whole other side to feminism there, if you didn't know that already. And then, um, you know, just it's just a shame how everyone takes this right in, you know? Um, our, politi- our political system is a wreck and is also used for more division and it destroys friendships, destroys unity, and that's the whole point of it. And this is the world that we live in, this chaotic madness of a world. After all, why would the elites even want to kill people? 
Well, most people believe the elites would want to kill people not only to keep um, a certain amount of people under control, because again, they want everything under control. They would kill people to have like a certain limit, but they would also, if you're taking the religious side on this, and this is why most conspiracy theorists are Christians, but they are Christians because they believe that the elites are killing people and are Satanists and are taking the the deaths of many and many people and they're sacrificing them and they're doing rituals with them, which would kind of make sense if you focus on the whole mystery or religion aspect. And think about all the societies and groups that get put down every day. Christians and Republicans, usually one of the same, are the two groups that get put down the most. Why would Christians be depicted in media as horrible over and over and over again? Clearly, they're trying to put the Christians down to better benefit themselves and to better benefit benefit the current system they have going on with killing people and sacrificing. Of course, this you can look at Pizzagate, for example. You can look at many, many other examples as well. And this would also, you know, kind of explain why there's so many TV shows and movies all kind of supporting Satanism. Um, many societies now, many young children, you know, teenagers, uh, 20, 30, we're all Witchcraft and Satanism is the growest, largest religion in America. And I'm not saying all witches are bad, and I'm not saying all Satanists are bad, because some of them are people just like you and me, but most of them are getting pulled into the system with false ideals and false thoughts, and then end up getting where they're not supposed to be. That's actually how most of the celebrities who I mentioned having a connection to the elites will usually end up in Hollywood. They'll have this connection to the elites via Satanism and end up in Hollywood in a system that holds them hostage. And it's just some uh, some rambles from me, but I do appreciate you guys for listening, and uh, thank you. I think that wraps up this, this podcast episode of My Rants and Rambles. And um, hopefully I'll be able to get some more material out more often. I've kind of been slagging on here, but it's because I haven't had a, a good artist come by for podcasts of cover art. So hopefully I'll be able to find a stable one of those soon. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, bye for now. And as always, stay vigilant with your local vigilante conspiracy child.